0: Hello and welcome to the Five Minute Career Podcast. My name is Francis Doner. I am the founder of Frank Resume, a career consultancy company in Atlanta. What we're, what we're doing this week, or what we're doing this, in this series of, of podcasts, are discussing bosses we should avoid. And the one I want to talk to you about today is is what I call the the ping pong paddle boss. And uh, and and they, these people in their minds, these bosses in their minds, think of themselves as a facilitator. I'm the person that facilitates person A getting to person C, and I'll be person B that makes that happen. And that can be a reasonable part of a a boss's role if that's a part of their role, right? And then there's other things they do. They complete projects. They manage teams. They uh, do work themselves. But if your boss is just a ping pong paddle, right, just gets the ball, hits it off to someone else, they're not actually doing any work. And that's a dangerous place to be. And 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 so those types of bosses. Let's let's talk about them for a second. Is they're classic at coming into an organization or a team, and they they knock out three or four projects, um, in like the eighteen month mark. Get a good reputation that gets them to go to somewhere else where they can go for another eighteen months. Because they the thing that happens is is if they stay two years or two and a half years, they're going to get exposed as actually, well. What was their part in that project again? Was it just them telling, taking notes from me and then giving notes to you? Was that, did their team actually do any work there? You know, and then and, and you may do a little work. They may do 20% of the work, but they're not doing the heavy lifting. But they get the credit for doing the heavy lifting. And they're they're very quick to grab that credit for the heavy lifting. Because that's what they do is they believe that they're a facilitator. They get people a they get people from a group A and group C together um, and get the work done. But they don't actually do much work themselves. And I and I've I've dealt with um, those types of people a lot. And uh, and then you know <laughs> what really ends up happening is is they'll come and they'll get some they'll get some edict from from on high from the the big boss and say look you really need to do this this and this. And they're great at then going to someone else and saying look I was talking to so and so and they told me that you guys need to do this this and this and all of a sudden their hands are wiped clean and the other thing they're really good at is cya is because they've passed off so much of the work that when uh when anything goes kablooey they have a good um they have a good way uh, excuse to as to why it, it isn't their fault um and that's because there's nothing's their fault because they aren't doing anything um so yeah so if you have that kind of boss and how do you identify that boss that boss well Here's that boss, right? Is if that if your boss is in meetings, ninety percent of the time, mm, that that's a good start, right? What are they actually doing? I we don't know. They're just meeting with other people. If your boss, um, uh, if, if if the work they're asking you to do is partial work, if you're always gathering requirements or uh taking down notes or or creating presentations for um potential things right but you're never actually doing anything you're never doing the follow up you're never doing um you're never doing any any real work well, then you're probably not do you're probably working for one of those bosses, and you're probably just the middle person and you don't want to be the middle person because what ends up happening is is that in the two two and a half year mark is that okay, that good reputation is gone. The consultants come in, the consultants say, "Oh, we have to do get some efficiency here Hmm, what's going on here? We see the A people and what they're doing and how they need the help of C, but there's this group of team B that we're really not sure what they're doing except taking notes from A and giving them to C let's get rid of those five people and save ourselves $500,000, right? So you want to, so how do you do, so what do you do if you have one of those bosses, right? And that's the, that's the advice for this. And this is why you want to avoid them is, okay, is first you need to, you need to align yourself with team A and team C, right? The two, the the people that are getting it and, uh, and showing your value, right? And, and actually taking on some of the real work that needs to be done. Uh, or at least being involved with it. Um, so instead of following your boss's lead and just being a facilitator, make sure that you're doing some of the work, or make sure that you're at least enabling the work and making sure that it happens. Um, don't just be if don't just ping pong it back and forth and send emails saying, why isn't this done?" Or being the deadline checker, which is a lot of what these types of people do. Um, And then so that if things go kablooey or this person leaves, because eventually they're going to leave right in the 18 month mark, this boss is going to be gone. Um, You know, you, you have, you have an actual value you've added to the, to your group. But then the second thing is, is be prepared. This is actually a positive is that if you have one of these bosses and you know, they're going to leave in 18 months, once they've hit off three or four things and they're, they're looking at their, their reputation is high and they're going to find somewhere else to go. Um, Use that to know that you're going to take over or position yourself to take over the group, but take over the group and actually do the work, right? Because imagine you get the good reputation of facilitating and you leave the facilitating to, I don't know, a third of the time you're doing and then actually add value the other two thirds of the time you're, you're working, you're going to be even better, Right. And you're going to shine and they'll actually be able to you'll have job security for a while and it'll give you a great opportunity. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for when they leave that you and set yourself up to be the national the natural successor and that you should be there and, and, and the reasons why and then be ready to succeed when you do that. Um Yeah. So avoid the ping pong paddler. Nobody likes that person. Eventually it's going to be exposed. It always is. And they just pass the work. They pass the work to this person, pass the work to that person. And they think they're so slick in that, they, that they, that's what they do. Uh, but eventually they get exposed. Because eventually the market turns or there's a hiring freeze or something like that. And they end up getting stuck in their position. They can't transfer. They can't switch. And either they have to leave the company or they stay somewhere for a while. And the company realizes, ah, this person hasn't been doing much. So avoid that person. And if you need help with your career... And you want to find a boss that you don't want to avoid, one that engages you, one that excites you, one that mentors you, coaches you, and builds you to the best of your ability so that you can have a meaningful career, then let's talk. Email address is Francis with an I, at FrankResume.com. Have a great day, and remember, your career is what you make it.